You are listening to Backstage Pass Podcast, hosted by Hannah Trigwell and brought to you by Tom. The Backstage Pass Podcast is a guide for upcoming artists and newcomers to the music industry. Each week, I speak to experts in different fields, and in this episode, I'll be talking to music industry exec, educator and advisor Mike Burgess from Sound With Mike about common questions he gets from artists and what musicians can do in 2020 and beyond to survive and thrive during challenging times. Mike Burgess, how are you? I'm very well, Hannah. I'm very well. So you are a music industry professional, Mm. industry exec, advisor, educator. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to summarise exactly what you do so shall I have a go take it away (laughs) (laughs) okay so um I operate in a strange space between uh, music managers music lawyers and accountants typically I essentially call myself a music industry advisor so yes I (laughs) I help artists of all different genres um all across the world sound with Mike is basically a remote service where anyone can um, drop in via my website, book a free 20-minute coffee appointment, that I call them, um, and they can have a chat with me about whatever it is. And then from there, if they want some help and we like each other, then I will help them. Do you have to drink coffee? Is that <laughs> I mean, I'm, compulsory? <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. No, you absolutely don't have to drink coffee. I- ironically, I've been drinking decaf for the last seven or eight years because I drink too much of it, so... To really get to know mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have some very important mm-hmm. quickfire questions. Go for Are you it. Ready? I'm ready. K-pop or metal? K-pop or metal? Oh, good question. And um, probably K-pop. Okay. Mm-hmm. 4G or 5G? No Gs, if possible. I'd like to have no <laughs> no mobile internet, but I'm fine with 4G for now. Indie or major? Oh, oh, indie every time. DIY would be the preference, but indie over major generally, yeah. And major or minor oh in terms of key signatures probably minor i'm a c minor kind of guy so yeah i'll go oh nice i'm going minor yeah yeah. love doing quick fire questions always fun always fun (laughs) so you were talking about the you know getting common questions getting the same kind of questions from people sure can you without charging me by the hour (laughs) can you share can you share some of those the kind of areas of what i sort of divide my expertise into a kind of two key areas. And that's kind of business affairs, which is basically the sort of paralegal work that I do, which is contract negotiation, deal negotiation, deal prep, contract prep, um, and generally helping artists to figure out and sometimes helping managers to figure out what has been presented by, you know, it might be by a manager, by a label, by a publisher, um, by a brand is it good, bad or ugly? Do we want to be signing this? Do we not want to be signing this? If we do want to sign it, can we get a better deal? Or are we completely backs against the wall? No leverage. Yeah. You know, realistically, it's like a take it or leave it thing. You know, trying to help the client ascertain, you know, is this worth doing? Um, and one key question, and this this sort of ties into the other work that I do is, is what's the, what's the value add, you know, like what is the value that that contract's going to add to that artist's career? Um, so mm. that's kind of one side of what I do. I suppose the other side is more, um, strategy and marketing. So that's more kind of, you know, direction, if you like, in terms of where careers are going, how we're actually marketing things, what the, the strategic thinking is behind that, what are our measurable outcomes? Um, and generally again, kind of to a degree, setting goals, setting agendas and making sure that um, the artist and their team typically, um, I do work with small record labels as well, um, 
that we're, we're achieving what we want to achieve as best as we can do. So that they're kind of the two key areas. Obviously, you have to keep clients confidential sure. and everything like that. So I'm not going to ask you to spill the beans Fine. on anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But are there people that come to you mm-hmm. that, you sometimes are surprised that they've come. Do you know what I mean? That that they, they, they have things like managers and lawyers in place and you are like, oh, yeah. you really needed some outside advice for this. Yeah, you, you'd be surprised at how many big acts um, want a second opinion. Um, and I get it quite a lot with TV talent people, uh, kind of X right. Factory type yeah. things where usually, unfortunately, they've sign something pre-show, which therefore is restricting them. And they're kind of going, I'm being asked to do all this stuff. And management are telling me that this is what is in my best interests. And everybody around me is telling me, but something doesn't feel right. I'd like a neutral, agenda-free, independent second opinion, which I will give. Um, Mm. In the same way, to an extent, you would get through a a lawyer. you know, I'm insured to advise. I have indemnity insurance, so I can advise and I'm protected to do that, um, you know, as a solicitor is, as a business consultant is. Um, I also do get, you know, a fair share of major label signees who, again, it might be like one member of the band or one member of the group that just has got a bit of an off feeling about something and they're like, like I just... I'm going to quietly go and book a 20 minute thing with Mike and have a bit of a chinwag and just, you know, see if he can give me some, some confidential advice. And, you know, it doesn't go any further than that conversation. So, I mean, yeah, to an extent, certainly when I started this, um, as a business, if you like, as an entity. Um, yeah, I was quite surprised initially about some of the people that were coming to me, but then I suppose like anything, any business, as your reputation grows, you get recommended word of mouth and then people start being like, oh, you know, if you've got a publishing headache, you should speak to Mike. He's kind of pretty knowledgeable about that stuff. So, you know, so yeah, I mean, most of my work these days, three years in, does come from recommendation through word of mouth. Um, but yeah, to answer your question in a more succinct fashion, yes, I do get quite a few people <laughs> where I go, hmm, this is an interesting uh, this is an interesting one. But again, I go back to the point of whatever it is that you're doing in life, um, feedback's important and independent opinion is important. Um, and sometimes it's really hard to get it. So I think the service kind of fills a gap. Sometimes it's hard to know, you know, you can be you can be best friends with your manager, but yeah. they're still your manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, y- you'd like to think they have your best interests at yeah, heart, yeah. but sometimes it's hard to know and sure. even just getting a, a second opinion that mm-hmm. actually they're not doing something or uh, encouraging you to do something that is potentially detrimental in the long run is really valuable. I don't want to focus too much on the mm-hmm. massive thing that's happening to the world sure. this year. Mm-hmm. However, what advice would you give to artists and bands kind of going into 2021 with everything Mm -hmm. that's happening right now i'm just going to say it how it is because that's how i am like don't rely on live till quarter three basically that's my that's my advice um everybody that i'm speaking to that i consider to be opinions that are worth listening to in the live space are saying that yeah um we're talking yeah. like this. We're, we're talking like September before there's going to be anything that's like, you know, a sign. I wouldn't even say a sign of regularity, but before we can see anything that's starting to move, I think it's really going to be a case then of 
trial and error, um, you know, DIYing as much as you possibly can do. I had a long conversation with a manager this morning um, about, um, you know, this is a manager of a top 10 act and a bunch of other kind of electronic acts. And, you know, he was sort of focused on actually kind of trying to create some some projects really that are kind of, they're permitting his artists to help other people. Uh, and it's not just sort of totally like me, 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 I need to get music out. I need to, you know, get my socials up and running. Like it, it, it was kind of more of a like, this is an unprecedented time. You know, this, mm. the arts that we were talking about is known for being very empathetic, very aware of what's going on in the world, very tuned into current issues, political, BLM, whatever it is. And we were saying, well, actually, you know, maybe it's not about the artist just being about them. Maybe it's about going, well, why don't I use my platform bring some other people through, whether they're musicians or whether people in the community or neighbours or whoever it is, but to actually just yeah. kind of support other people. So I think there's a, there's an element, and, you know, we wrapped up that conversation where we were saying that it's harsh to say it, but there is an element of, like, adapt or die um, with this. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think I was speaking to a, um, a house music producer a couple of months ago, and he was sort of really, like, panicking. And we had a conversation about... Uh, maximizing his publishing revenue and making sure that his live performance reporting has been done properly and actually all of his kind of data is lined up, all his metadata is in a row. And that's a lot of the work that I also do in this sort of business affairs space is auditing people's PRS and PPL revenue. And again, you don't necessarily yeah. need me to do that. You can self do that if you're kind of, if you're happy to do it and you're happy to learn how to do it, their skills are vital um, as are, you know, learning how to use a DSLR, using our Photoshop, you know, Premiere Pro, whatever it is, you know, it's the sort of DIY mentality needs to prevail at this time. And I think whether you're a signed artist watching this or whether you're um, a bedroom artist or somewhere in the middle of kind of DIY indie artist, like, like DIY is the model. Like whether you're signed or not, like DIY is the model. Like do not sit around and wait for other people to to come and kind of piece it back together for you because no one knows the answers. And therefore, yeah. if we all just crack on and trial and error and watch what other people are doing and seeing what works for other people, we will come through it. I, I remain very optimistic. I'm a very glass half full kind of guy, um, but I do remain very positive about this. And I think, you know, in my own work, granted, I'm not currently a creative, but in my own work, um, there is a demand. People need me. They need support. Um, and whether you're thinking, well, oh, I'm a musician. I don't have a service as such. Well, your service is your product. Your service is your music. Your music is important. And ultimately, people need to come through this time as optimistic, as positive, you know, in, in a good, in yeah. as good a headspace as they can do. And your music is a big part of that. So don't be sitting thinking, I don't have anything of value right now. Your music is of value and your music needs to be heard and it needs to be absorbed by people. Fundamentally, if no one's earning any money at the moment from music, or that's not strictly true, but if people are earning less because of a live diminishment, then, you know, to an extent, try, if you can, to get back to that place of, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to have to be as creative as I can do and use the time as I can do. Which is, I think, what everyone starts with. Yeah. Like that kind of mentality of I'm doing this because I love it. And Amen. I'm going to sit here and like 
play guitar because I enjoy it. If you feel like you want to document that process, then you're kind of good to go, aren't you? Sure. And I think I would add as well, and I was saying this a lot around March time, I had a lot of people, as you can imagine, hitting me up being like, oh, like live, you know, dropped off the map. Like, can you do me an audit? Can you help me find lost money? Do I have any money suspended on MCPS, PRS, PPL? Like, can you help me audit my label? Like, do they owe us anything? All that kind of stuff. You know, and I was saying, well, yeah, I can help you with all of that stuff and I can take some of that off your plate, but like you need to also be focused on, as you were saying, like trying to be creative if you can. And I think, you know, Nadine Shah was a great example of somebody who was on Twitter as an independent artist who was banging the drum from very early on on Twitter saying, I'm going to do like a collaborative project. Like people hit me up, like whoever you are, you might be a musician, you might not be, but like send me stems, like Dropbox me something, like a a little voice note of you walking down the street, whatever it is. Like I'm going to use this time to try and do like a mad collaborative project. Like I was Mm. like, that is sick. I was like, we need more of that. Like, and granted, that was at the start of lockdown. Maybe, Maybe people were more optimistic. Maybe people were less optimistic. But it is projects like that where I think reach out to other people, man, because everyone is in the same boat and people will be like, do you know what? I will do you a remix. Do you know what? I will jump on a track with you. I will send you a a lead guitar line for a song because I'm in the same boat you are. So, and a quick point I'd make on that as well, if you don't mind, like a real quick point is yeah, absolutely. reach out to people that you otherwise wouldn't reach out to in the industry. Like that would be a good takeaway for me. Speaking of good new music, what is your track of the week? Okay, so my track of the week is probably uh, Phoebe Green's Golden Girls, which came out yesterday from memory. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of what Phoebe's doing. Um And yeah, it's a midweek release. Love a midweek release. Love people in that space that are trying to not clamour for attention on a Friday. So yeah, I'm I'm here for the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday releases. Yeah, Absolutely. And what is the best lesson that you've learned in your career so far? It's a really interesting question. Um, I guess there are two things and they're two quite different things. On a music industry level, I would say the sort of main thing that I have learnt or... I would probably say I've had reinforced is the importance of communication and the importance of being a good communicator. And I think that has gotten me so far in my career. And I think most of the artists that are doing bits that I work with or that I have in any way, shape or form met, engaged with, interacted with over the years, they generally are very strong communicators um whether that's interpersonally whether that's online whether that's a bit of both but i do think that for me like communication is utterly key um to winning in the music industry but i think the second point i'd make is be aware of your privilege i think you know we're talking about that word a lot at the moment but i think it is absolutely paramount like whoever you are wherever you are based in the world whatever your background you bet whether you're, you know, whatever your ethnicity is, whatever your, however you identify gender wise, I think understanding one's privilege is absolutely pivotal. And that's like a life thing, but it's also a music industry thing, because I think once you have an idea of that, once you're conscious of that, I think it's, I think it's so important. I think you can kind of make very calculated decisions about who you are, what you're doing, how you're trying to communicate, who you're trying to help, um, what you stand for. 
um, once you know, mm. once you know what you stand for, and once you know what your privilege is. So yeah, I suppose they'd be they'd be a couple of points. Thanks very much for speaking with me today. It's been really cool hearing cool, all man. about sound with Mike. Thank you. And if if you guys want to check it out, you should definitely do that. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you. It sounds like you're going to have a busy day, so I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much. It's been great talking to you. Cheers, Anna. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Be sure to hit subscribe and leave a comment to let us know what you think. And I will see you next time on Backstage Pass.